0: Good evening, Happy Easter! Happy Easter! We're coming Woo-hoo! to you.
1: Um, let's say forty minutes after the Easter vigil ended. It yep. ended at ten thirty ish. Yep, it's eleven ten right now. On Easter, on Easter, on Easter, on it's Easter. Easter. Yep. Well, for us, it's Easter. <laughs> Many of you are probably asleep. You have, you go, you wake up tomorrow morning. It's Easter. But when you hear the hallelujah, when you hear the glory at the Easter vigil, oh. it's Easter. And so, Happy Easter! Jesus Christ wow. is risen. He's risen indeed. And we're excited. We came over to the office to record the podcast because neither of us will be here on Monday morning Yeah, and we're all amped up and
0: we're way too wired to, and
1: uh, Jorge is not drinking a cup of coffee, no, which he's allowed to do because it's Easter now.
0: No, I, I, I was tempted to go brew it right now, but I want to, I want to thoroughly enjoy <laughs> every drop of that first cup of coffee. So I'll, I'll save it for the morning. Oh,
1: so he's still going to do a fast overnight. There you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. So how about that vigil? Oh, it was glorious. Glorious every year. This year, it was just so beautiful. It went by fast. Uh, it went by, when I looked up, After I, I think it was 9.45 when I started receiving the gifts, and I'm like, whoa, this is, unsure." I mean, I thought we were going to be done by 10.15, hey,
0: which k- we were not. Kudos to your MC for running a tight ship. No. Your, my
1: MC was <laughs> my co-host as well, ran a very tight ship, and uh, no, it was just... It was just amazing. We had five. Uh, we had five catechumens now ele- that were elect, and now are neophytes who were baptized, ranging from how old was Abby?
0: Uh, she's in fifth grade, and she's so about ten. In religious head,
1: she's in religious head. So, Abby, with ten years old, was baptized. Well, oh, Madison. Abby. Abby's a- is sorry, her Abby's her confirmation, Abby's her confirmation name. name. Madison is her is her is her, is her baptismal, baptismal name, name yep. and her given name. And then we had Robert and Diana who. Family of four, and we, t- I think we talked about this in a previous episode, but yep. run, it, run us through the story again.
0: Yep. So they, they were, we, I think we devoted an entire episode just to her email, uh, because oh, yeah. she, she had just happened I, to, I remember, you know, she was in that period, that initial period of questioning, you know, is this, is this, uh, what I want? Do it, you know, do I want to become Catholic? I'm looking for a parish where, where I belong. And she just happened to, to
1: church. And forget about a parish, yeah. for a church. Yep.
0: So she just happened to come to a to a Sunday mass and everything that you preached about you know kind of hit all the the things she was looking for and and she was so overcome by it that she sent us a message and said, "Hey, you know,
1: we want to become This is this is uh, my family, not just her. Yep. My husband, yep. my two my twin their twin girls. 5 5-year-old, 6-year-old. Uh, first graders. First, so, yeah, 6 yep, years, 6-7 six. Six, years old. Yep. So they'll be doing the first communion next year. And they were baptized in January, which means mom and dad had to wait. Their daughters were baptized first, and mom and dad waited. And you were standing next to me, and you uh, and Father Andrew were sitting, and the deacon were behind me also. You have a view that very very few people do, which is to see the faces of them emerging from the baptismal font, which is so amazing. And Diana's face especially. When I was... Imposing hands on her during, yes, the during the confirmation, and during when I and I, when I anointed her at confirmation, it was just this face of peace. And then when she received Holy Communion, nope. uh, just extraordinary. And then her husband Robert and and I made this mention uh, when we welcomed them officially into the church and, and gave him a round of applause. Uh, her husband, uh, first of all, I messed up his hair, who was it was it was perfect, <laughs> and I messed it up. You know when I, when I when I always go I'm, I'm oh my goodness, I'm going to mess up this perfectly groomed hair.
0: I, I do have to say thank you for pouring out the water though. I not, did. not just a little drip S- of water.
1: All right, but you see, see, all right, Can you tell everybody why <laughs> you say that?
0: Because you use the same shell that you used uh-huh. at my son's baptism, which is
1: by the way dying. It's it's gonna, it was yeah. about to break. By we now, we
0: need like a legit shell though.
1: Like we'll get a one. legit shell. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: But but for my son's baptism you just... during COVID, during uh, just put a few little drops on it, and so
1: hence it. this is why we have. <laughs> Matthias says we have you know So I was
0: tem- I was tempted to just tell you hold it from the other side and, and actually use the actually pour out the water. But you you it. I did it. a good job. I you messed up his hair. It. Anyways,
1: Robert <laughs> was telling me right after mass the sense of peace yeah. that he had right after confirmation. That he that all and, and he said it in these words exactly. All my sin just felt washed away, which is what happens yep. when you're baptized as an yep. adult. You know, they get a free pass. They get a two down Pasco, you know. They get out, get out of jail freak. all everything. Yep. Every Monopoly reference, they get it because, and they, and speaking of get it, they, especially that couple and everybody did, yeah. they get it. And we said, when I all my sins are washed away, and tomorrow morning they're bringing their children. Yeah. The, the, the girls didn't come. It was yeah, too. Eight, eight o'clock is their bedtime. It's their so. bedtime, so they're bringing them tomorrow for ten forty-five. They did. And they did come
0: for Thursday though. Well, they were there, and was I washed their feet.
1: See. let's go through the triton because starting on thursday first
0: before that can can i get to one more of our of our newly our neophytes newly baptized now sure uh talia
1: talia yes she was also in. oh
0: my goodness from this so i do a rehearsal with them early in the morning and she was just you could sense the the
1: oh yeah sure her face was uh. just
0: the excitement the anticipation of it just all this pent-up energy from this morning and i said when we finished I said the next nine hours are going to be the longest nine hours of your life and she was the first one to arrive this evening wow and she just had a smile from ear to ear she i said, said are you excited and she was yes and i, said, I couldn't tell <laughs> but just from throughout the throughout the whole math you know i kept yeah. you know, i like to look over at the at the at the neophytes because it's it, it's they're not nice. incredible to yeah. see you know their reactions and you know how they're responding, and, and when they
1: and, he, and Robert even said when they turn on the lights for the Gloria, yeah, he's like, what's an expecting? That yeah. explosion of light and of color and of sound, yeah. and it's just and the bells were going off, right? The bells were I, going I off can, to the community, so they, we might get a few complaints in was the morning. Eight, it was eight fifty <laughs> when the bells went off. They could, they could. There was a huge party going out to <laughs> Biltmore, literally down the street. I was hearing you know, are well, you eating, you know, you know, yep. earlier this evening, yep. but I, and think I, it's and going I played
0: on. the, I played the St. Peter's Bells, which is five minutes of, of a uh, full peel. And so.
1: Exactly. We'll hear, and you'll hear it tomorrow as well. So.
0: But yes, the Gloria, since you mentioned it, I finally got to see the lights turn on. Because you Th- had Monica Thanks do to it. a little, no, thanks to a little help from technology. What'd you do? We have smart switches now.
1: That's right. Well, we had the thing. Yeah. We so I, so I phone.
0: pre-programmed an entire sequence where I just have to press one button and it and it delays the lights, and they all turn on. I
1: thought you were in there because you didn't bring the the, the binder to me to the, for the prayer. And I'm like, oh, he's back there. And then I saw Monica come yep. back, one of our servers. I no, go, oh, I Monica's was back.
0: I was tucked away behind you on my phone, just waiting, ah. so I could hit the button. So
1: you've never seen the, the I'd the never lights. seen that the first blast the, of light, the explosion of light. It, it and is and it is overwhelming. Like we wow. say, and we said it on we said it last Sunday. I mean last Monday morning. If you've never been to an Easter vigil, it's yes, it's two and a half to two and a half, two, four, 2.45, I 245 is my longest. Yep. And we extended it today because we have the, you know, Little Flower, we have the renovation of vows of of, of the Carmelite Sisters. We had a beautiful Regina Charlie Pondis Palestrina yep. sung by the choir. The choir was just extraordinary <sighs> tonight. Uh, but want to go back to the beginning of the trium, even before yep. the beginning of the trium. Yep. Wednesday night. Wednesday night of Father Carrillo, one of our uh retired priests that helps out here with the Spanish Mass, finishes 530 Mass. And I was looking... I was at the house having dinner, and I'm looking at the video on my phone of the security cameras. Ring is a, an incredible thing. And I'm the, looking of at the people starting to line up. And for, the people uh, scrambling after mass to kind of line up to get in line first. And so he started for, hearing for for confession. And he started hearing confession almost immediately, like 6, 6.05, 6.10, 6.15, whatever. Father Andrew was there already, and he started hearing confession between 6.15 and 6.30. I didn't get there until about 6.45. I did not know that they had. To, I mean, I I saw that, that right. the people were there. I'm like, you said seven because we had scheduled eight priests. All right. So I'm not gonna get into logistics of where we were sitting, how we sat. What all I know is that at one point I had to come in because one of the priests that was coming, I had to settle set him down where we were gonna sit. I walked in at 7:30. We had said from seven o'clock to whenever we finished the last benediction. And Jorge can is my test. He can testify to this because he saw it on. The, I told him. When I went, yeah. in, I texted him. Look at the green camera; it was unbelievable. An
0: eyewitness has testified, and his testimony is true. There you go.
1: Thank you, Saint John, <laughs> uh, the, be- the dis- beloved disciple. Both the both aisles went down both side aisles yep. into, the vestibule, into the vestibule,
0: down to the middle door,
1: th- and out and the
0: front outside, door.
1: Yep. out the front door, out the front door. To say it in British, out the bloody front door. That was a good Cockney accent. How about that? Huh? So. I was I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, I, I thought I'm gonna be here for, I'm gonna be here for a while, and it was just stupendous. And so eight of us, yep. and we, all eight of us stopped exactly at ten o'clock, and I'm like, wow. And if it would have been eight of us, we finished it would have been at ten thirty, nope. and it was just beautiful. And that got the community ready for Holy Thursday, and Holy Thursday begin the tritium and the washing of the feet, and we, like I said, we had the family, the milliners, there. And <laughs> you heard one of the yep. little girls. <laughs> I mean, we had a, a wonderful cross-section of our community, uh, ranging from very young, like the little girls, to uh, I'm not going to say how old and is because that's <laughs> that's not very gentlemanly of me. But for priests, to me, I remember the first time I celebrated the Holy Thursday Mass. And I, and I was meditating upon this tonight. It was, like, it was like I was celebrating my first Mass all over again because you're doing it the night that Jesus did it. And that was... Just so powerful. And I don't know the sense that you got from the... Because you were able to see more, because I was wa- looking at their feet. Right. How were the expression on, on, on the faces of the 12 that we chose?
0: Yeah, well, e- even before the actual washing. So I I, um, I get the privilege and the, the blessing to call them up and, and actually oh, yeah. invite them. Yeah, you them. took
1: one away from me, and I'm, I'm still mad about that one. Well, oh, yeah, you know, I know. More
0: <laughs> so... Every, without fail, every single year I do this, every single person we invite, mm-hmm. you, their initial reaction is just, what, me? I'm not. Just like well, Peter. Why me? I, I'm not worthy of this. Yeah, just like Peter. The and and I, I love that reaction. I say, we're, we're picking you because that's your reaction. That's that's exactly why we know we've made the right choice in, in asking you to come up. And I do have to say, it's, it's been such a gift of Pope Francis to open up the washing of the feet, officially. You know, to make it a, a cross section of the parish because if if you read the rubrics you know it says 12 men but his practice has been you know to to open that up and it was a controversial in, in early on in his, in his papacy wow. but you know but it is very meaningful to to be able to look up at that sanctuary and see those 12 no matter who you are in the parish and say yeah I'm I'm represented up there yeah and when I extend this invitation to the 12 you know I don't say congratulations I say thank you you know, thank you for representing all of us uh, in this in this ritual in this uh, in this ceremony, you know. As you have your feet washed, as Father ex- uh, you know expresses his his priesthood and, and reenacts the actions of Jesus Christ at the Last Supper. Um, but that night, oh, okay. No matter how often we tell them, we try to prepare them. You can't prepare someone for that moment. You know, and I don't tell them that you're gonna you know kiss their feet. So. They just think, oh, I'm going to go up there and he's going to wash my feet and, and move on to the next one. So really what strikes them most, as I'm looking at them, is when you actually bow down and kiss their feet. Hmm. You know, And they're just kind of taken aback like, wow. You know, And I think that's where it really hits them. You know, and this is that ultimate sign of service.
1: And it's a reminder for us as priests as well that this is what we have to fundamentally do as priests, to bow down. Because... What Jesus did was what slaves do. And you look at the Pope, and the Pope went on Thursday and he washed the feet of 12 young people at a, at a juvenile detention center in Rome. And the pain he must have been in, because he celebrated the Chrism Mass in the morning and then celebrated mm-hmm. that Mass in the evening. And he did that. And he is, one of his titles is a Servant of the Servants of God. And so for us, it's a tangible sign of our priesthood that we need to do that more often. Then I linked it during my homily Saying, but since we all share in the royal preacher that that this that the Neophytes received this evening when they were baptized, we also are called to wash each other's feet. Jesus said it in the gospel. If you call me Master and Lord and rightly so I am. But if I who am your master and Lord wash your feet, so you must wash each other's feet, wash each other's feet. And so to me, I remember the first year I did it, it just I welled up with tears. And I, and I saw, I, every uh, when I, after I finish kissing their feet, I look up and I yep. want to make eye contact with them. And, you know, I'm thinking about fit. She was sobbing. She told me, after, Father, it was like you were, Jesus. I, well, that's what I'm <laughs> supposed to be up there. The altar Christmas. But, but it's, for me, that's why it's so, that mass yep. is so powerful. Yep. It's a tangible reminder of what I do every day. And unfortunately, and that's why I bring the confession, take for granted most days. Not most days, but some days. Okay? And then... I, I, I had students of mine, you know, I, I had a, a little girl from the school whose father comes to daily mass, and, and she, she's such an extraordinary young lady, Robert from, from Religious Ed, who was, this kid came to us last year and was peppering us with questions, to set. we dedicated a whole yep. podcast to that, yep. peppering us with questions, actually, that is our most listened to podcast. Still. To this day, that yep. podcast we did about the questions of Religious Ed kids those seventh graders or the first year pre, mm. uh, pre-confirmation, that's still our most listened to podcast ever. I, I, it's episode five, I want to say something like that, or no, it, or episode, t- look it up. It's, it's, it's somewhere there. One day we'll, we'll, one day during the summer, maybe we'll, Revisit post, it. we'll re- <laughs> or post it again because it, it is so wonderful. Yep. But I remember Robert there, and he was there, didn't want to be there, peppering me with questions, this and that. And s- we have both seen the transformation yep. in that young man. Over the last year and a half, yep. to I don't know what was it? I I wasn't there when you told him what was his reaction. Uh,
0: that's one, he's one of the ones I tried not to look at because I didn't want to lose it either.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he was pretty. He was he, he was pretty. Good. I picked my moments when to when to look and yeah, when not to look. He was pretty good. We had a night of Columbus in there. We had two members of so our We, we had a, we had a
0: full family. We had a, a married four. couple. Yeah, we had obviously the the kids from the school religious ed. We yeah. had We uh, had a divorcee. We had a widow. We had catechists, we had Eucharistic ministers, Knights of Columbus, homeless so, ministry. Some
1: carry several hats. Yeah. We already went over twelve. Uh, a school child.
0: Yep. So You know, it, again, it just uh, a total cross section of our yeah of our local community. So
1: and it was amazing. And to bring it back to the priests, because we we had to edit, but we had nine. We had nine priests on that altar, and I'm like, how blessed am I that? It, I'm able to lead them, you know, lead lead this parish and also lead these priests. Some who help us out. Some. One of it was a friend of mine who, who works in the seminary yep. and doesn't have a parish of his own. And it was just so wonderful okay. to, and I had the community acknowledge them because, because what what Pope Francis said to the priests on at the end of the Chrism Mass on on Holy Thursday morning was basically a thank you. You know, thank you for you know, for doing the things that go unnoticed. Like tonight we had father Francis who I introduced to the community, a Sri Lankan priest who came to live with us in January and is, is one of the three chaplains at Baptist hospital, which is a huge hospital here in Miami. And this week he's on call. And, and this, this morning, actually not this morning at two o'clock in the afternoon, I come into the kitchen and he's having breakfast. Wow. I know he's having breakfast because I looked at his plate and he was having eggs and he only has eggs for breakfast. And, and he tells me that at 12.30 at night, last night on Good Friday, he got a sick call. Wow. They didn't get home until 2 o'clock or 3 in the morning, whatever it was, and obviously slept in the morning. Oh. He, you know, he was he's out, he was off today. And he does it quietly. And so many priests do such heroic things quietly without people knowing. That's why I kind of like shudder when he was giving that testimony to him. Like, you know, and like, don't th- I want to get the thank yous in yeah. heaven, not here. Nope. But that was Holy Thursday, and obviously. The altar repose. I sent you a text. Yep. Uh, one of my former students, who, uh, and if if I were to pick out a favorite out of twenty four years of priesthood, she'd be up there, because this girl, heroic, spiritual, you know, taught me how to be a father. I met her when she was 13 years old. She had beaten cancer twice already. Had the same exact cancer as Alexander Herrera, one of our students here at St. Teresa had. And the exact name, rhabdomyosarcoma. And this little girl, and I still call her, she's 34 years old, about to turn 34 next month, and she's going to kill me if she hears this. (laughs) Uh, About to turn 34, happily married, has a wonderful family. Her entire family is amazing. Her parents brother or sister amazing and I didn't know that she was there I gl- caught a glimpse of right. her parents but because she's little she is literally 411 and to this day I still call her little girl mm. after she got married that kind of upset her We <laughs> sweetheart I'm still gonna call you little girl Mrs. little girl I guess but she comes up to communion with tears in her eyes wow. and I now at that moment I didn't know, if something was troubling her, if it was something, I know that her brother-in-law passed away recently. And her, I do not know what it was. Mm-hmm. And then, after we do, when we do the procession with, to the altar repose, I went there. It was absolutely beautiful. He's speaking about crying. My my cardiologist who was there, Knight of Malta, J.J. Centurion, yeah. Dr. Centurion, he was in tears when the choir did the Taizé version of stay with that's, me, remain here with me, watch and pray. That's, Epic. phenomenal it's Epic. phenomenal you have to you have to be in the room where it happens like let's say in Hamilton so I'm there I pray I go back into the sac I go back into search and usually I stay with you to strip the altar mm-hmm. no I I took off my vestment I ran back and did a complete 360 around Camaro looking for that little girl again who's 33 years old yeah. about 34 <laughs> but I still call her a little girl still looks like a little girl she's a registered nurse and 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 used to live now they live in London they used to live in New York and she used to go up and down Harlem like she owned the place, nice. visiting visiting the sick, and I I went all around. I'm like, oh my goodness, she they left. I couldn't even say goodbye to them. And when I finally got to the all the way went all the way around the hall. That's where that's where she was sitting with her mom, her father, and her grandmother were sitting about two rows in front. And I'm looking, how do I go? And I just went and I just sat next to her. And obviously she gives me a hug. Her mother gives me, and then we just sat there in prayer. She went she, she didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. Right. I mean, though, even though there's so much that we want to say, because we don't talk to each other often enough. She's married now, and it's like you know, just like you know, the spiritual father, I gave, <laughs> just like her father gave her away, I gave her away. She belongs to her husband, but still my spiritual daughter. And and then I had when I I came back to the church to make sure you guys were okay. When I went back to the church to make sure you guys were okay, she left. So I couldn't talk to her. Right. But she came back on Friday. And we exchanged texts, and this is where I was getting at before this long tangent I went on. She looked at the at the altar repose that my assistant, my secretary, God bless her, she put it together. She didn't like it very much. And this little girl said, it reminds me of something nuptial. Mm-hmm. Very song of songs, in a good kind of way, she said. And I go, well, of course, that's the wedding feast of the Lamb we just celebrated. Because when we celebrate the Mass... It is our wedding feast mm-hmm. with the Lamb of God, the church, and the, we are the church's bride. And that just, and I'm like, this was one of my students. She got it. Out of all yeah. thousands that I've had, my goodness, she got it. She went through a rough patch in college.
0: Well, as and, we all do. As we all do.
1: <laughs> hey, you, you have. I uh, went. That's yeah, fun. and I remember when she came to see me after that. And Bika, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But it's such too good of a testimony to pass up. And she drove all the way to Parkland to see me. This little girl got behind wow. the wheel of a car and went all the way to Parkland to see me. When I was stationed in Parkland, sat there. I didn't have an office. Sat there, and I was in the pastor's office. Sat there in the pastor's office, and we, we just had a this this moment of that she's gotten like I need to return to him. And since then, she's there and she's praying. She had magnificat open, and 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 they pray. I know her and her husband. Her husband has a brother who's a priest. Just a beautiful family nice. and. And it was, and just sitting there, and it's something that you and I have a lot of, Jorge. Because how many times have we s- sat at the altar and, and just been like, and, and we just without exchanging words, you know. And we've talked yeah. about this not only just in mass, but even mm, in baseball games. For sure. And that's what friendship is. For sure. But when when it goes to 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 spiritual depth, you know, words don't don't need to be shared. And that's what happened on Thursday night. Enter Good Friday. Which you think is simple?
0: It is. I, I still yeah. I still stand by oh it. Oh my
1: goodness! Good Friday. <laughs> okay, so Jorge, the reason why he's laughing is because Jorge MCs and organizes everything on Holy Thursday. Yeah, you know, I, I And I and leads us to the wolves on Good Friday.
0: <laughs> no, I came. I, I served. You did. You did. I serve served last year o'clock. and I served again this you did, year. You did. You did. I didn't want to leave. Father Andrew flying solo, and he was. It was the first time he did it by his himself. His first holy, uh, yeah. for His first holy week, here, obviously not his first holy week. But it was but the first
1: time he celebrated the Good Friday service yep. by himself. Yep. So, yeah, but
0: he thinks it's 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 very different. It's different, but it's not complicated.
1: It's not. But the thing is, there's moving parts, and there's two processions, and there and the people are like well, they don't know what comes next, right. and.
0: See, yeah, but this is this is where you know, twelve years an MC, maybe I. I start taking things for granted. 21
1: years a priest, and I still don't take it for Cause, granted.
0: Because I, I mean, it's, it's compared to Easter compared Israel. to today, yeah. like Good Friday, it's a piece of cake. <laughs> as, I'm as rolling my eyes here.
1: You know? <laughs> <laughs> but
0: Like you want to talk about a bunch of processions and complications and no, new, it's tonight, new yeah, things it, added, yeah, added yeah, tonight.
1: That's tonight, but Good Friday, the church is bare, and it's so... It hits you when you walk in and you see the stark yep. contrast that you know of the of the altar totally stri- totally bare and you see the beautiful marble. Yep.
0: And we and we go overboard on the stripping of the altar because it's just supposed. To, if technically it's the table, it's the altar table gets stripped, but we we take, every take everything out of the sanctuary: candles, flags, candles, everything, anything mobile, non-permanent. Yeah. We we remove except
1: them. for the chairs. Yep. Everything else moves, and now see the, the marble altar yep. can be moved, but. It's just bare. And then people, and that, that was the question that I asked at the beginning of my homily. What are, It's kind of like what Jesus asked the disciples when in the, the first thing he said in the Gospel of St. John is, what are you looking for? Why have you come here? Because here's what happens. Very early in the day, you know, the church has a schedule. You have Mass at 6.15, at 8 a.m., it's 5.30. And people walk in, they see the altar bear. and I and I talked about this on on the on the daily podcast on on Good Friday. They see the altar bear. they see the tabernacle bear. And next year they're gonna find the statues covered. And I made that decision, you know, I was kind of on the fence but I made a decision for sure. Because people come and, you know, since they don't find anything, they go straight to the sacred heart of Jesus. Right. God bless the devotion and sacred heart of Jesus. But and I said it during my homily yesterday, What well, we're supposed to concentrate on it and the reason why we Cover the statues, and the reason we the, the crucifix was covered. Jorge is Spider Man, and scales the reredos and and says and puts it's it up very
0: very delicately. Don't very
1: very to. delicately. <laughs> yes, I saw him take it down this morning, and puts the veil over the crucifix. The reason why everything is veiled is for us, kind of like a century deprivation. I mean, deprivation. Yep. To concentrate completely on the passion of our Lord, and people, I, don't, I guess, don't get it. Because they're like, where's the holy water? Where's the so all the sacramentals are gone, no holy water, you know. They, they can't turn on the candles, you know. They, they next year they won't see the statues. The statues that'll be two weeks before right. Easter. That we're going to do that next year, and we'll explain it more next year. It's something that so to help us to concentrate on the passion, which is what Christ did for us. And and Father Andrew and you can speak to it better because you heard his homily. Actually, yeah, you did. We, we, you Maybe. talked to me. Yeah, you were talking to me a little bit in I, the sacristy. This
0: is this is the the downside of emceeing all these things. Is is I'm thinking six steps ahead. Yeah. So during the homily, you know, I would love to sit down and. But and I listen. heard I heard
1: parts of it. And, and he was but I'm, about, I'm
0: already preparing for the next thing to come.
1: No, but he was talking about, look at this, wondrous thing, yep. this wondrous act of love, yep. and he and he mentioned what wondrous love is this, and and Louis played a little bit of it uh, impromptu during the collection of that song. It's something so
0: very meaningful song for me for
1: you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, But good Friday. And then we did the procession last night with, with the, the I saw, I saw
0: a, an Instagram story on that. And it was a lot of people.
1: Yeah. We had more people last year though. I don't know. There was like the police were there and they sent me like a little over 200 people. So, it wasn't as much as it was last year, but it's it, it still. And I think it's something that we need to do better as a community, inviting more people right. and say, like, not just the people that went to the eight o'clock mm. Spanish service, but inviting everybody right. to be part of it. So, we could. We're not a procession y parish. Uh, I've been in parishes that, and when I was at Divine Providence, 2,000 people for the Good wow. Friday procession, and northwards of 2,000 people. Let me rephrase that. I think one year we had over three between three and 4,000. Wow. Uh, well, in the If we, we did that, we'd. We'd shut down Carl Gables, yeah. yeah no, no. We, we
0: would, we would have to extend the route because.
1: <laughs> no, no, we, because by the time we get back, there's still be people walking around. still be around. people starting. <laughs> yeah, because we, all we do is literally go down, go down Indian make a make a ride in Valencia, come down Palos, and then back to yep. Sevilla. So we really just go around the school is yep. what we do, and and God bless the city of uh, Carl Gables cops, uh, for for helping us out with that. But it's it's a beautiful expression of walking with Christ with with actually walking with Mary right. to the tomb of Christ, and people come and they. And they venerate the, the the image of the the statue of the corpse of Christ, which you only see once a year. And then today, during the day, and you heard it—if you heard the Holy Saturday daily podcast—it's silence. We're greeted by the silence, and it was weird for us today because we didn't have confessions. You had just the, and you, you had the rehearsal with the the catechumens this yep. morning, and then we wait, and that's what Holy Saturday is. But we're here because the wait is over. Yes, the strife is the over. The wait is over. Happy Easter. And it's and it's Easter, oh. and and today was just, <laughs> and and we said it earlier. The I, and it cannot be overstated how incredible our choir was. If you're listening to this before ten forty five on Sunday Easter Sunday morning, yep. get thee to rearrange, the rearrange
0: rearrange everything. Go to, to the ten forty five yep.
1: mass. The only thing that won't be there that was here at tonight was a harp. Nope that was so beautifully played the, because the choir doesn't do anything until the first responsorial song. And we, it was a reading of Abraham and the almost sacrifice of Isaac. And all of a sudden, when the, your mother was on the red, said, mm. word of the Lord, thanks be to God. The first thing you heard was a harp, the strings of a harp being strung. And it was like, whoa. And it literally was maybe 10 feet from my ear. I'm like, whoa! Was not yep. expecting that so early. <laughs> I knew the harp was there. I wasn't expecting it so early, yep.
0: and it was just and on, and on a solo.
1: Yes, I herself. She was extraordinary.
0: You know, Ex- Lewis wrote the psalm.
1: Did she? Did he know? He did. That's why he sang it. Yeah. Oh wow.
0: So it was a, an original piece.
1: Because I, I told him we were going to do that reading maybe uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. Two so weeks
0: he, so he wrote, he wrote the psalm.
1: Two weeks ago.
0: And arranged the whole thing he, we, intentionally with the with, with the, the harp. harp to come Because he walked
1: in my office a week and a half ago, can we get a harp? and go, sure. <laughs> Archbishop of Valor, who was a bishop ordained me, loved a harp. Yeah. It was always a harp present nice. in all the big cathedral masses. Nice. So I spoke about Abraham today and the faith of Abraham and how, because that was the first reading, and how we need to model our faith in Abraham yep. and the connection between well, you, Isaac and, and
0: you, you Jesus. You said earlier, you know, that, Adding the Abraham reading, you'd have to do a little of uh, a little homiletic gymnastics. It wasn't that hard. An, and what I wanted to say back when you mentioned that was, what are you talking about? Yeah, it wasn't that hard. Abraham, you do whatever it takes. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what we are as an Easter people. Do whatever it takes.
1: Yeah. When I sat down to actually write, I'm like, yeah. wow, this isn't that hard. <laughs> no, because the thing is that I thought it was going to be because incorporating all there's there's seven possible readings, yep. plus the epistle, plus the gospel, plus the exalted, plus the sacraments, plus you know every single prayer. That was said is so sublimely written. Yep. You could preach ten homilies on yep. each.
0: And that and that's what I told the neophytes this morning at the rehearsal. You know, obviously, I didn't. We don't have time to go through all the. But I said, really, it. The temptation is to just be so overwhelmed by, oh my God, my baptism is coming, my sacraments are coming. But really, listen to what's being prayed. Listen to these words, because oh, this. It, they literally they call it the liturgy of all liturgies. You know the the mother. Live for this night. It is spectacular, and it's so rich and it's so deep, and yeah, you could. The Alleluia is a psalm.
1: Uh, The Gloria is the most powerful Gloria in the world in 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 of the year, and it echoes throughout the world.
0: My favorite rubric is a homily, even if brief, is not to be omitted. How do you keep a homily brief on the Easter Vigil?
1: I was for (laughs) me, I was brief. I think I was. I, I, it was only one page oh. so but i i focus on abraham i focused on the gospel which was last week we heard matthew's gospel the passion of matthew so this week we take the resurrection from matthew's gospel that mary shows up at the tomb when two mary show up at the tomb mm-hmm. there's an earthquake and then because the stone is rolled away they're fearful and the angel appears and says do be not afraid why were they fearful? There was, and, and and I mentioned a quote from Saint Jerome that there was a mix of two emotions, fear and joy, and then the Lord appears to them and says the same thing: "Do not be afraid, go and tell my brothers. Go ahead, that I'm going to Galilee before them." And they clung to their feet, and I told to the, the Neophytes, "cling to Jesus." So I'm I'm going to wrap this up because George is yawning and he has a wife to go back home to. Oh, and two I'm children. good. I'm good. Good. I'm good. Because yeah, you can go get you can go get. <laughs> but no, it, everyone's it, asleep at home. Yeah, I'm, but you're asleep at home. But I have to celebrate Mass again tomorrow. Uh, you 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 get to have fun with nJ i'm
0: gonna I'm looking forward to mJ waking me up early so I can go brew some coffee
1: <laughs> there you go you could have had it now dude you could have had it now
0: no Sunday morning Sunday morning
1: anyhow so it was an extraordinary night and and I want to thank all of you really who accompanied me on this Linton sacrifice so to speak uh, doing this daily, uh, podcast. So many of you said, Father, keep doing it. Father, keep doing it. Uh, this is going to be posted in you. It's, it's, it's about 10 minutes to midnight. Yep. And it's going to be posted right around midnight. Uh, and then I'm, we're, we're going to take a little break. And then, no, we'll come, we'll be back the day after Divine Mercy <laughs> Sunday. We will, we will Sunday. not be here on Monday. No, Just, this, 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 is, your this episode. is your Monday morning homeless episode for the week. This is episode 81, I believe. So, uh, I just want to thank you, and the words of encouragement, the messages—you know, you, you, the little messages you, you told me after mass—it uh, just, and, you know, it really warmed my heart that that so many people heard it and were moved by it. There were days that I walked in that I was like, I, I, I don't, I can't. This past Holy Monday, I was with you celebrating your wife's birthday on on Monday night, and then I came here for a meeting, and it was after the meeting wow. and I had to record the the Tuesday episode and the Wednesday episode because Tuesday I wasn't going to be her. Uh, and it was probably eleven o'clock at night, just like tonight. Well, but I didn't have somebody with me. I was flying solo that night. Nope. And when I finished, to his credit, I couldn't believe it. Father Andrew was still in his office. Wow. I'm like, dude, get out of here! <laughs> no one, no one go. No one stays beyond after the pastor in the office. Come on. So, uh, but I want to thank all of you, and and I and I pray that it serves some purpose. And during this Easter season, I'll say to you the same thing I told the the neophytes this evening: cling to the risen Lord, just like Mary Magdalene did. And be like Mary Magdalene, and spread the good news of the resurrection. Any other parting thoughts and things that you have in your mind, dear no, friend?
0: just keep keep praying for our now neophytes. Uh, they
1: and we have more coming this year. We have
0: more. Yeah, we have thirteen total here at the parish. Yeah. So we got
1: children and we adults. Got
0: five of them. Uh, five of them tonight. And my Need goodness, more. just what a what a powerful witness of faith. You know, I shared with them this morning, you know, the the experience of Kathleen at last year's yeah. Easter Vigilant and She was know, singing in the choir tonight, And and just how that has poured out into her life and, and to the benefit of our community and our parish. And that, you know, my, my parting thought to them and, and really our part my parting thought to to all our listeners is, you know, the practice of our faith is never a private matter. You know, I, I said to them this morning at the rehearsal, you know, as as you come forward and you're baptized and you're confirmed and you receive holy communion and we send you out into the world to, to be the best versions of yourself, you know, that it's a joy for you personally, but it's such a joy for us as well. You know, and I can say the same thing for every single person who's in those pews. You know, I, I love Easter Sunday, just standing on the side during communion and looking out. I think I mentioned this last year, looking out at people coming up to receive communion, you know, and just the amount of time it takes to get through communion. Deesh. Because there are so many people and the church is so full and and the and you know, it's high energy and full of joy and you know that hallelujah gets sung and there's just so many parts of Easter but but really to see all those people come forward to receive the sacraments it's overwhelming and and it's such a joy again not just for them individually but for us as a community so keep on coming to mass keep praying for those neophytes you know they're they're uh, they're in they're home. You know, and and now they need our now they probably need our prayers more than ever.
1: That they are, and again, my friends, this Easter joy it lasts for fifty days till we celebrate Pentecost. Pentecost fi- five, so yep. it's fifty days of celebration. The next eight days are eight days that are exactly the Little same. It's like mini Easters. S- it's Easter <laughs> celebrated every single day till we get to the second Sunday of Easter, yep. the second Sunday of the octave of Easter, and Divine Mercy Sunday, which and we'll talk to you again. The day after, uh, I believe it's April seventeenth or eighteenth. I don't know. does it, it really. Does. It's April seventeenth. But nine, there's nine, 16, 17, seventeen. Yeah, I, I, I have the calendar up in front of me. But there's so many things that that we, as a people, are are, are called are called to do. And really, this Easter season, just like you made a purpose during during Lent, mm-hmm. keep that. You know, Corey's gonna have a cup of coffee tomorrow, but that's not gonna kill him. But if there was something you let go, of, buy something, or a discipline that you picked up, something that you did, and you're saying, "Well, Father, continue doing the podcast." No, uh, but <laughs> no, but something that you did, something that in prayer, continue doing that. If you started doing a mass, if you went to mass more often, continue doing that as well, because there, there's so many, uh, there's so many things that we need from you. And I said it on Holy Thursday. As you're going through this Eucharistic revival, you know, the center of our life is a Eucharist. Jorge, you know, even though I remembered, he made mention to me and he, as a good MC, whispered in my ear, remember to tell the, the neophytes right before communion what they're receiving, the importance of what they're receiving. because it says it right there in the ritual. Remind them that this is their, the, the grand apex. The, the, it says the climax yep. of their initiation, which is true. The climax of our week is what you do on Sundays, is when you come to Mass, because every Sunday, like Corey said, is a mini Easter. We celebrate the resurrection of our Lord, and so tomorrow, you know, we're recording still so Saturday night. It's going to be midnight if we keep talking. Uh, when you come to Mass on Easter, whether it be Easter Sunday or any time during this Easter week, understand they were celebrating God's definitive victory over death. I said it during the homily. There was a serpent, a racer snake.
0: There's always, every year we get one. There was a present in the year. hall.
1: And every, <laughs> almost every single one of our volunteers was recoiling. And I'm like, they're like, oh, just shoo, go away. I sent it to her Sister Rosalie a picture of it. She's like, step on its head, step on its head. <laughs> what, what was it she said? She sent, she sent me uh, something in Latin that it was so good. She's like, but she was like, step of it. She said, uh, crush his head, son of Christ, and Altar Christus telling me you're an altar step on it. And she put two a sword there as an emoji. Uh but I love sister Sister Rosalie that is, is the awesome. best. So I want to leave you with the prayer that we prayed at the end of tonight's uh of tonight's uh Easter vigil because it's something that you remember the prayer is, is meant to be after communion, it's sent forward, but uh the last blessing that we did. That It says this, Now the days of the Lord's passion have drawn to a close. May you who celebrate the gladness of the Paschal Feast come with Christ's help and exalting in spirit to those feasts that are celebrated in eternal joy. Everything is with an eye fixed towards heaven, towards that risen Christ. Because what we see today on this Easter Sunday is what we expect when we get to heaven, to have a glorious body, risen body, like our Lord's. So my friends, rejoice. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Have a beautiful and happy Easter, and we'll talk to you next week. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.